Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we will take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford asks themselves daily. In addition to that, we will hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes and you may want to copy them out so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from the April 24th sermon on 1 Corinthians chapter 9, preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord. And the analogy of running is, is apt. Because when I, like, I consider myself to be a runner. But if I'm not training for anything in particular, like my goal is to maintain uh, the ability to run so that I can start a training plan. Like I run my best when I have a race on the calendar. So, two or three weeks ago, I finished a race. Went uh, uh, up in up in DC. Went up and ran ten miles, and uh, came home and kind of used as an excuse that the after you run a big race, your your next thing is to uh, you you wait three days. Uh, it's pain free plus three is the rule. So after you've run your race, you wait until you're not sore anymore. Then you wait three more days, and you start running again. That was like. I don't even know how many weeks ago that was at this point. It was the beginning of April, so it's been a solid month, and I haven't run at all. Because I don't have a goal in mind. I don't have anything set up. I, I don't have anything I'm focusing on in terms of running. And so I need to sit down and say, okay, what's my next race? What's my next thing? What am I focusing on? What is the purpose I'm trying to reach? That's what Paul is reminding the church in Corinth. This is what your purpose is. To preach and proclaim the freedom and love of Jesus Christ. And our purpose has kind of shifted a little bit. Or at least our method has shifted. In 2020, we entered into a pandemic. And the things we were doing, we couldn't do anymore. And we find ourselves now at the other end of that, and the pandemic isn't over. It's probably not going to be over until at least uh, kids under five can be vaccinated. But we're at a different stage of that. And so we have to sit down and look, okay, and ask ourselves, what's our purpose? What is our goal? What is our mission? Who are we supposed to be? And once we have that answer written down in stone and say, this is who we are, this is who we're called to be, 
Then we go back and we say, okay, how do we do that? When we write down a running schedule, you write down your race and you work backwards your training plan. This is our goal. This is what we're looking for. This is what we want. How are we going to get there? And that's kind of where we are right now as a church. Not only the church in Corinth, but us at Yadkinville. Entering into this new chapter, this new moment, this new place. And we need to sit down and say, who are we called to be as a people of God? And now that the pandemic is entering this next chapter, this next phase, how are we going to achieve that goal? We've we've switched our leadership structure, and we've spent a lot of time, rightfully so, in the leadership team doing a lot of kind of administrative work, building the scaffolding that we can put our mission and vision and, and goals into. And even in that work, we're beginning to turn a corner and say, okay, we've got the administrative part figured out. We know how we're going to do it. Or at least we know how we're going to empower ministries. And now the question becomes, what are our goals? And where where are we going? And how are we going to get there? And that's not something that I can give you. That's not something the leadership team can necessarily give you. We can hold you accountable to it as a congregation. But our mission and our vision and our goals need to come from us, from all of us. Because each and every single one of us goes out from this place and goes to a different place to work, goes to the Y at a different time, goes to the grocery store at a different time, lives in a different neighborhood or in a different part of the county. Each of us sees different needs and different concerns And so each of us needs to be able to look out and say, you know, if we're the people of God ready to proclaim the proclamation and make disciples of Jesus Christ, we're each going to see a different way that we can do that. We need to be willing and able to stand up and say, I've got an idea. I see something we can do. I see a place that we can go. I see work that needs to be done. We're going to talk next week during the Methodist Women's Sunday about how we all have different gifts and graces and we're all, the Spirit comes to us all with different things. We're going to talk more about uh, how God calls us all into different ministries in different ways and equips us and for, for certain things. And we also know that we are a very gifted and powerful church. We were doing a process a couple of years ago and uh, through the North Carolina Rural Center, and uh, Heather Kilborn was, was leading the group, and she came back after our last kind of final meeting and told me uh, that the, the group who was evaluating our project said, you know, it's, it's out there, but we believe that if the Atkinville United Methodist Church sets their mind to it, they can achieve it. And so where we are right now is we have to decide who we are as a congregation. What are we setting our minds to? focus in, like a runner getting ready for a race, where are we going next? Where are we going tomorrow, and how are we going to get there? You know, if you've ever just gone out to go driving, driving around is nice. You drive up to the parkway, 
see the sights, come back down, stop the restaurant, go home. But if you want to get somewhere, you got to decide where you're going first. And decide the route you're going to take. And know what to do if you get lost. That's kind of where we are right now. Where are we going? What are our what is our focus? What is our mission? Who are we as the people of God? Not to plug the announcements too early, but we're going to start doing congregational meetings. We're going to bring back we're going to bring back uh, fifth Sunday lunches or yeah, fifth Sunday lunches. Except this next one is going to be on fifth Sunday. It's going to be the fourth Sunday because Memorial Day weekend, the fifth Sunday. But uh, we're going to start doing. Uh, town hall meetings where we can talk together as a congregation. What do we see? Where are we going? What are our hopes? What are our goals? How are we making disciples of Jesus Christ? So between now and not even then, but now what each of us needs to be doing is saying, who are, who am I as a person of God? Who are we as the church? And where are we going from here? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to pause and to listen for your spirit. Speak to us now, Almighty God. Let us see past week through your eyes and with your heart. Review the past week. Where did the Holy Spirit move? Consider something from the last week for which you are thankful. As you consider where you may have fallen short over the past week, ask yourself these questions. From John Wesley in the Holy Club. Am I a slave to dress, friends, work, or habits? Am I self-conscious? self-pitying, or self-justifying? Did the Bible live in me today? Do I give it time to speak to me every day? Am I enjoying prayer? As we look at the week that is to come, consider these questions drawn from the sermon. Who or what? Who or what made the gospel real to you for the first time? How can you make the gospel real for someone else in your life? How do you use your power in this world? How do you use your freedom? Almighty God, as we look back on the week that has been, we ask for your forgiveness. 
We give you thanks for those places and those times where you have moved and where you have shown up and where we have felt your presence. Forgive us those times that we fall short where we've chosen our own way. And as we look at the week and the days that are to come, give us your grace, your wisdom, and give us your power and strength, Almighty God, to do your will in this world and in our lives. Set our feet on your path, here and now. Amen. As we prepare to return to the business of our day, may we reflect once more on 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 16 through 27. If I proclaim the gospel, this gives me no ground for boasting, for an obligation is laid on me, and woe to me if I do not proclaim the gospel, for if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will, I am entrusted with a commission. What then is my reward? Just this, that in my proclamation I may take the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free with respect to all, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew, in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ's law, so that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, so that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that I might by all means save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, so that I may share in its blessings. Do you not know that in a race the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win it. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable one. So I do not run aimlessly, nor do I box as though beating the air, but I punish my body and enslave it, so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. Thank you for praying with the Yadkin Examine today. It is a joy, as always, to come together in prayer and in thanksgiving, looking back at our week and finding hope in Christ for the week to come. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach me at pastor at yadkinvilleumc.org. And I look forward to praying together again, either on Monday with the Yadkin Lectio or on Sunday in worship here at Yadkinville United Methodist Church. And until we meet again, God bless.